Hey guys, welcome back to season two of La Prima Santa podcast spinoff. Uh, I know you guys are like wondering what happened to Las Primas Santas. Well, guys, life happens. And for one thing or another, you know, we just stopped recording and, you know, we just went on about our lives and stuff like that. It does get busy, guys. It gets busy and it's so hard. And I feel like, especially with me, like with this new job that I have, like, I feel like I literally have time for nothing. And I thought to myself, like, I want to bring La you know, La Prima Santa back, you know, I, you know, I want to bring it, I wanted to bring a podcast back, um, obviously solo. Um, and you know, I was thinking of different names and I was just like, you know what, like, you know, Las Prima Santa's podcast. I'm like, I love that, you know? And I'm like, let's just do a spinoff. We'll call it La Prima Santa podcast. And of course it's your girl, Priscilla. Hey. And I'm just so excited to be back. Oh, can't even talk. I'm so excited to be back, guys. I really am. Like, I, you know, like I said, I was sitting on this for a minute, this idea, just like, should I, should I not? Um, I loved it. I enjoyed it. And so, yeah, let's just, why not, you know? So, happy new year, guys. It's a new year, 2023. Like, my goodness, can we believe that we're in 2023? Like, I still remember when it was, like, 2002, I don't even know how old I was. Let's not do the math because I suck at that. But I'm so excited to be back, guys. I really am. And on on today's episode, I really want to talk about like mental health. You know, um, we did get into mental health talk last season, you know, but honestly, with mental health, guys, like it's like it's not going away, you know. Um, obviously, if you guys know, I've dealt with my share of uh mental health issues, you know, when I was diagnosed with OCD. I think two years ago. Um, and that was a really tough time for me, you know, obviously going to therapy and stuff like that, that really helped me out. Um, but it just made a lot of more sense in my life and everything really connected. And I was like, God damn, like it took me almost what, 28, 29 years to seek help and to really find out what was going on with me mentally. Um, you know, you have your good days, you have your bad days. Anyone who is dealing with mental health issues for some, I'm going to speak on my own experience, but I know for me, it's just like, I can have my months of good months, you know, my days of good months and our days, you know, but sometimes, you know, you just find yourself in a nitty gritty and you're just trying to push through. You're trying to push for another day, another moment, another second. And it gets hard. You know, it does get hard. You know, I've, like I said, I, you know, I've been good, thankfully, you know, and I think towards the end of this year or the end of 2022, I kind of felt myself like, oh no, I'm, you know, I felt like myself, I was falling back into like, you know, that mentality of like, fuck, like, here we go again, you know? And so, for me, you know, like I said, I, I went to therapy and I know it's, it'll always be there for me, even if I choose to go back. But, you know, I wanted to try if I can do it on my own, right? Because, you know, particularly with OCD, it's just, there's no treatment for it. Obviously with any mental illness, there's no, you know, one treatment and oh my God, you're magically okay. Cause it's not, you know, it's really the work that you put in. And so, for me, I really had to like really dig into my toolbox and I really had to like kind of <clears throat> kind of get uh those 
skill sets back and put them into play and it helped out you know and also obviously having my five-year-old daughter Malia those of you guys who do know her she's a handful obviously to say the least she's a handful but you know with her it's never a dull moment so she really keeps me you know my mind on her obviously and what we got to get done on a daily basis with her so it keeps my mind occupied so um for me that's the best thing and you know obviously also bringing this podcast back too like it just gets my mind going again you know um i've taken a break you know from just podcasting or anything in general for the last couple of months and for me i think it was just a sense of like let me sit down with all these ideas because I'm always like on the go, like jump, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And I really just really sat down and really did like just work Malia, work Malia. I try not to get into a lot of different things. Um, so I'm like, you know what, let me just get into it, you know? So, you know, with that again, mental health, like, like I said, we have our days, you know, we have our days where we're struggling to push through, you know, um, And I feel like for me, like the biggest issue for me is just getting in my own head, Um, having those intrusive thoughts and really just falling back into my own head, which can be my own hell, you know, Um, not again, not, not a lot of people talk about their experiences with mental health. And, you know, there's been so much taboo with mental health. Like if, if you're not physically hurting, you don't see a physical wound, like it's not real. It's really real. It's really, really real because just because we don't see it on the outside, it doesn't mean we see it on the inside, you know, and there's like, again, so many people can, you know, just have a smile on their face and be broken on the inside, you know, and it's so hard. It's just like, I know me personally, like I, I try my best, but like, I know when I'm in that funk, like I'm in that funk, like I can't really hide behind a smile. That's just not who I am. Um, you know, and when I have, like, I didn't feel like myself. So I think for me, just talking about it, that helps me, obviously. So <clears throat> this podcast of first season, or the first episode of season two, it was going to be completely different. Um, but, you know, I just in my heart and my mind, I was like, you know what, let me talk about mental health, because it's a new year. We're in 2023. Um, I've learned so many things that have helped me mentally just to be mentally decluttered and mentally prepared. And one thing that I love doing, um, and those of you guys that don't know, like journaling, I love journaling and it can be literally about anything and everything. Um, I literally like, I I used to make fun of people who would journal before because I'd be like, oh my God, what are you guys writing in your journal? You know, honestly, guys, like I have my journal with me. I take it with me everywhere. Like when I have thoughts or anything that like, I just want to talk about, I'll journal. That's like an outlet for me that I that I love doing. And excuse me, my voice. That's just something that I love doing. And that's something that, you know, I've, I've stopped the last couple of months and I'm just like, okay, no, I need to go back to it. You know, I used to be like every single day, every single day journal. And now it's just like, oh, you know, whenever I feel like I need, I need a journal. Um, but that's one of the things that definitely helped me is just, um, journaling. I love journaling. Um, another thing that I started doing was Pilates, which I, again, that's something that like, it would be on and off, but like when I do Pilates, it's, you know, I love it. It's hard. It's so hard by the way. Like it really is really, really hard. Um, but I just, I love how my mind just, it gets to work, you know, and it's not just a physical thing. Yes. The physical will appreciate it a lot more than my mental, but 
or actually, no, just kidding. Vice versa. <laughs> um, my physical, you know, obviously physically, I would get all the benefits of it, but also mentally, I think it makes me mentally stronger and it just mentally takes me somewhere else. And I'm able to just to focus on that one thing. So that's something that's obviously helped me. Um, to the third one is also just being present mindfully, just being mindful of where I'm at, who I'm with, you know, I think especially today with today's society, it's just like, oh, we're on our phone all the time. And I'm, I, I am, I am there too. You know, I'm on my phone, you know, but sometimes, you know, especially like when I'm with family or when I'm with, you know, my daughter, like, you know, if she's not on her tablet or she's not doing something, we're together. Like I try not to have my phone with me because something about being present at that given moment in time and appreciating that specific moment in time I think for me now it has so much more meaning just because when, uh, you know, the last time that I did get into my, uh, I don't want to laugh about that, but what do I call it? It's like when I got into, when it was like a mental breakdown, that's kind of what it was. You know, I couldn't, I could not enjoy these moments with my daughter and that's all I wished for at that moment is like, oh my God, like, I just want to be able to enjoy going to dinner with my daughter. I want to be able to enjoy riding, you know, on the ground with chalk. You know, these were moments that I wasn't able to enjoy because my mind was uh, somewhere else. Mentally, I was gone and it was so hard. Like, it's so hard to explain, but like, it's like you're living, but you're not living, you know? In a sense, it's like you're dead, but you're living. And I think that's like the worst part to be. So now with these moments, like I feel like even now looking back, like I feel like I take it a little for granted, you know, just because I know I was doing things, you know, ha doing these like nice things with my daughter, with my family, and I wasn't able to be present. You know, I can give you another example, like watching a movie two years ago when I really was in it, like I couldn't enjoy a movie. I couldn't enjoy watching a show because mentally I was somewhere else. And so now I, you know, it's just a reminder and it's now that I'm talking about it, it's reminding me like I need to really appreciate these small moments that, that means so much, you know, especially when you can't, you can't really enjoy it. I think for me, I, it's a reminder, like, you, I, you need to appreciate these moments. And I feel like with anyone, too, like, nowadays, like, we just need to appreciate the small moments that we have with our loved ones, with our friends, you know. I mean, if you want to say with your coworkers, I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, just just live in the moment. I think that's, like, the best takeaway. Um, you know, like, again, you know, having that experience of not being able to enjoy that. That's what I wanted so much to do. Like, I'm like, damn it, like, I just want to go to dinner be able to enjoy a dinner without having my mind, you know, having a war basically in itself. Um, you know, but I mean, I, you know, those are the things I, that have helped me, you know, in the past. And even now, these are the things that I still pretty much have to do on a daily basis. And really just a reminder for me to really just appreciate the moment that I'm in and appreciate that I'm mentally okay, you know? And, you know, like I said, a lot of people don't talk about it, you know, and for me, like talking about it, it helps if, you know, if I'm like speaking to anyone or anyone can relate and if it helps you in any way, that's like me doing my job, you know? And like I said, it's not, it's not all peaches and cream, you know, you got to put the dirty work in and it sucks, you know, it sucks going through this and it sucks that, 
you know, a lot of people have their own battles mentally. And, you know, again, some people just don't know how to communicate. Some people don't know, don't know how to seek help or don't want to seek help. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, everyone deals with it differently. You know, that's every, every individual is different. You know, therapy might help. It might not help others. Um, it helped me, you know, but, you know, talking about therapy when, you know, because I, it, it is OCD, it's, it's a little bit different than depression. Um, it is a form of, of an anxiety, you know, it's a form, it's under the umbrella of anxiety. Um, but, you know, obviously when I, when I seeked help, you know, the therapist that I was going to, she specifically focused on OCD and kind of using different tools and skill sets that pertain to OCD. Um, now I'm looking just still just a regular therapist that I can talk to with my problems. You know, like I have a lot of not, I wouldn't say a lot of issues, but like right now I have my patience with my daughter. Sometimes it's just like, maybe because we're just alike, like sometimes I'm just like, girl, like, I, I can. She's literally a little, a, a little me. That's what she is. And I think that's why we clash a lot. But I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out like, like, even though like, sometimes I feel like I'm a bad mom, you know? And I feel like most moms feel that way. Like, oh, I'm not doing this right. Like, I'm honestly, at the end of the day, I feel like we're honestly trying to do our best. You know, we're trying to, like, there's no rule book of how to be a parent. I think every day we learn something new. Even if your daughter is, your, your daughter or your son, if they're young, older, like we're always learning something new. And as a parent, you know, as a mom myself, like we learn, you know, and we grow as a parent, you know, and for me, like I said, for me, um, that's something that like I, I need help with. It's just like, how do I parent my child? And for those of you guys that know my child, she is like, she's, she's, she's on another level. She really is like, you know, she's not like, you're nice. I mean, she's really nice. I mean, she can be very nice. She's very empathetic. She's very caring, but she also has this side of her where it's just like my way or the highway. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> and that's something that, you know, I've been dealing with. And it's so hard to like, I, again, like as a, as a parent, like, you know, I try to do my best as I can to parent her, you know, um, obviously a lot of other people have their opinions of how I parent my, ch my child, you know, but at the end of the day, like, you don't deal with her on a daily basis. You see from the outside in, like, you may have your opinions and stuff like that. At this point, I really don't care about your opinions, you know, like, I'm doing my best for my daughter. And I'm trying to do what I can, you know, but anyways, I'm going on a tangent here. But yeah, you know, I think for me, it's just like, how, learning how to communicate with her. And we we do, you know, and because, I know the way I am and I feel like she's literally the same way. Like we literally communicate right after we're arguing. And again, she's only five. <laughs> we're arguing and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm like, okay, after like, once we're both calmed down, I'm like, okay, we need to talk about like, what's going on? Why do you feel this way? And she tells me she communicates. I, I you know, she tells me like, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because you yell at me. I'm like, okay. I was like, do you know why you I yell at you? She was just like, no, well, you don't listen, you know? So we have these conversations, you know? And I think for me, that's the most important part is being able to communicate with her. Even though she's only five, like I said, she's a very smart girl. She knows what she's doing. She understands. And 
she she's she's literally bright and I think it trips me out sometimes you know but I think for me mentally too because I know I have OCD and sometimes she'll tell me things where she's like well my brain's telling me to do it you know and I don't know if that's something that she caught on to or I don't know what but like with OCD that's what it is it's like your brain your mind is telling not to do stuff but it's like giving you these thoughts or it's just saying like oh you're a bad person for example I can give you that example like you know a person with OCD can be like you're a bad mom and you believe it you know or you're a bad person you're a monster and that's what your brain can be telling you you know again these are just examples and so when she tells me that I'm like oh my god my mind is just like fuck like does she have OCD like you know and the thing with OCD is like a lot of people say it's because of a traumatic event that happened in your life and me looking back like I can remember that I was five years old and I was we were on our way to Mexico and I was like you know like that's when I had my first like kind of intrusive thought you know what I mean and um that's when I kind of, you know, I felt the symptoms of anxiety where I was just like, oh my God, my hands started sweating. My heart started racing. I felt like I was going pale. Like that's exactly how I felt. And, you know, I, you know, I look now and I'm like, she's five, you know, and she, you know, so it, it worries me, you know, it worries me. And, you know, that's why, you know, I always communicate with her. I'm like, you listen, like just because your brain tells you to do something, it doesn't mean you have to listen to it, you know? And that's something that I, you know, because now I know what it is. I've gone to seek help. You know, I'm trying to like communicate with her and say like, sometimes it's okay not to listen to our brain or just because it's there. It doesn't mean, you know, we have to pay attention to it, you know, and that's kind of what it is with OCD. Just because you have an intrusive thought or just because you're thinking a certain way, it doesn't mean we have to stay in that mindset the whole day you know, and that's the hard part. It's not staying in that specific mindset, you know, but we have to accept what we're feeling, what we're thinking and move on. You know, that's what most people with, who don't have OCD, that's what they do. It's like, they'll have a thought, be like, okay. And then they move on, you know? So I think with me, with her, I think that's one of the things that I kind of like still need to kind of work on. And that's what worries me a little bit you know, and before, you know, when I was going to therapy, you know, I told her, I was like, that's what I'm worried about. I'm like, what about if my daughter has OCD? And my therapist, you know, I can see her in my head already telling me like, girl, like, you know, she wouldn't say girl, but she'd be like, so what? So what? You have this, you already know what to do. You can, you can talk her through it at a young age. So she doesn't have to grow up thinking that she's a certain way. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. You know? And like I said, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Um, you know, dealing with mental issues, obviously that's just a whole different ball game, but then you also have to live life and do day-to-day things that, you know, require you to be there. So, you know, again, like with her, it's just, it's difficult. Um, you know, and so because I do have a daughter, I think for me that, and because I know what, what it is to suffer from depression, anxiety, like, I don't want her growing up with that. You know, I don't want her growing up having to struggle with her own mind. And, and, you know, that's why I put her in certain activities because I'm like, okay, well that, you know, that'll kind of get her going. That'll kind of help her, you know, and it does, you know, so many studies have shown 
that physical activity, mental activity, like it does help, you know, with depression and anxiety to alleviate the symptoms, you know, um, obviously I can't take care of her wherever she's at. Like, I wish I can keep her in a bubble, but I can't, you know, um, but I know that's why, you know, I know all these activities, they, they help her, you know? So even right now that I'm recording this podcast, she's at cheer practice right now. So, you know, she didn't want to go, but I'm like, no, you got to go because I paid a lot of money for it. But um, I feel like with her, it helps her. And I think it's, you know, especially where she's going, it's, it's, you know, it's great coaches and they're very stern. I'm like, and that's what she needs. And so, I mean, at this point, I'm, that's where we're a little bit different from her and I, because when I was young, like I didn't like to get into sports. I just wanted to be with my mom. Like I didn't want to go and play. I was always shy. I was always an introvert. I didn't like talking to other people. Like I felt uncomfortable, you know? And so that's just how I was my entire life. And, you know, I struggled to make friends. Like that's just because, damn, I don't even know why that was, you know? And so I really did. Like I remember I was in high school and there'd be times where I'd be alone during like nutrition and lunch because I had one friend and she wouldn't go to school. I had one friend from middle school that we went to high school. Like she wouldn't go to school. And I was like, fuck, I have nowhere to go. I have no friends, you know, and even in middle school, I can give you examples of when, you know, I had friends, I thought, and they ditched me and like, I was looking for them and I, they pretty much didn't want to be my friend. So I didn't have no friends. And that's when she came in. She said, you can hang out with us, you know, but again, that just, you know, for me again, that's my OCD. That's just how I was. I was an introvert. I, I didn't know how to socialize, you know? And so that, that's why I found it very hard. And with my daughter, she's a complete, complete opposite. She can literally have a conversation with anyone down the street. Like, I'm like, Oh God, Malia, really? Um, like for example, like we have our, our dog cash. He's so cute. And so, you know, we'll walk around the neighborhood and, you know, where we live, there's this, you know, the, I don't know, I call it the crew, you know, they walk their dogs around and the big dogs, small dogs, you know, different people from our neighborhood. And so then Malia just like started talking to them and they're like, oh, okay, you know, well, we walk around this time and I'm like, oh, okay. So she's always having these conversations. So now we're, we're a part of a dog walking crew in our neighborhood. We'll just see them and we'll just walk around. Um, obviously if it was just me by myself and cash, I probably wouldn't do it, but Malia loves to go walk with them. They'll go to their house and, you know, we sometimes we'll go after to their house and just, we'll have the dogs will be playing. Malia's having a ball. So she can literally just talk to anyone. Someone passes by our house. We have our windows. It's open. She says, hi. I'm like, girl, like stop talking to people, you know, but that's just who she is, you know? And so I think on that aspect, that's what, you know, that, her having that aspect of being able to make friends, being able to talk to people, that's where I'm like, okay, she's good in that department, you know? But like I said, um, it's 2023 and I know like I went off on a tangent a little bit, but these are just things that like were on my mind and stuff like that. And, you know, obviously it's a new year and I think because mental health is just, it's always going to be here and really a lot of people are dying because of mental health. You know, a lot of people are dying because of suicide, you know, because they can't continue to live, you know, with whatever experience they're living at that moment, you know, and it does get hard, you know, it does get hard. Um, but you know, thankfully for me, um, I had my daughter, she's the one who literally saved me because 
I think I've said it before because without her, I probably wouldn't have been here. You know, she's the one who kept me going and stuff like that. So I'm will always be grateful for her. And I feel like, you know, I was meant to have her at a specific time frame because, you know, it, it, just how things happened. <clears throat> but, you know, I think, you know, if anyone is, you know, battling with depression and stuff like that, you know, I think, you know, seek help, talk with someone, you know, and some people like might not understand, like, I remember my mom would always tell me, like, you know, you can talk to me, but I really couldn't because I felt like she didn't, she wouldn't understand, you know, and most of the time she didn't understand. So I really had to seek help outside and really had to find help for myself to be able to continue living in this life, you know? And so, like I said, it, it it's, it's, it's something hard, you know, and even to talk about like, what do you say to a person that is going through depression, is going through anxiety? Because I even have like a hard time, like talking with other people that do have the same, you know, problems. It's just like, what do you say? Like the one thing you can't say is, oh, snap out of it. Like, oh, you'll be fine. Like that's what you don't want to say because no, we can't snap out of it. And at that moment in time, if we're in it, no, we don't know if we're going to be fine. (laughs) Like we don't know. And that's what it is. Like all you can do, I feel like it's just be there for the person and, remind them to be mindful, present, distract them, you know, and I think for me, you know, with my mom, you know, I can just tell her like, mom, I'm starting to feel it again. She's like, she's all like, no, no, no. She will. What did did she say? She says something. She said, don't think about it. She's like, go, go with Malia, go walk with Malia, go, go do something, you know, keep your mind occupied. and, And that helps me, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, if you guys are any, like I said, if you guys are currently battling, with any of these issues, seek help. You know, I'm, I'm here. You guys can reach out to me, uh, through social media and I am always willing to listen. Um, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are willing to listen, but also like seek real help, like go to therapy. Like it does help. Like a lot of people like, Oh, therapy, you're crazy. Like, no, it's nothing, nothing like that. Like, I think it sorts a lot of things out in someone's life and it's helped me. And, you know, like I said, I want to seek more therapy, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, this is something that should be a conversation, you know, and again, with me as a parent, that's something that I worry that's in the back of my head with my daughter. And that's why I, you know, I'm glad that we're establishing this communication of how we feel, you know, after we either argue, cause we argue all the time, but, it's, you know, it's good to establish that bond so young. It's just communicating how we really feel and why we feel that way. Like, why did I make you feel that way? And why you made me feel that way? And what are things that we can do to make it better to move forward, you know? And so I think that's my mentality. Um, But yeah, guys, I'm so glad that you guys stuck around this entire mental um, showdown. We'll call it a showdown, you know? And if one thing, if you can take one thing from here, I would just say, you know, just talk to your kids, talk to your kids, talk to your friend, talk to your family member, talk to someone, you know, because at the end of the day, like we might think we know what someone is going through, but we really don't, you know, and it's up to that person to open up, communicate. And, you know, I think that's the best way. So I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of season two of La Prima Santa podcast with your girl Priscilla. I'm super excited guys and I will see you guys next week. Adios!